Hello there, my tribe. Thanks for coming and listening or reading. I have these weekly chats up on iTunes and on my website, cmckaymyatt.com. I'm trying to make this content easily accessible. Um, CMAK is C-M-A-C-K-A-Y-M-Y-A-T-T. So if you're just finding me, this is the First Responders Tribe, where we are creating stronger first responders and healthy, happy partners. Behind every man or good man is a great wife or vice versa. For those great men that tune in with us as well, you're welcome. So work, it's a four letter word. I don't know about you, but this adulting thing is sure interesting. We just got off spring break and now work is looming in front of me. It's a necessary life experience, which I'm going to tell you, my friends, never ends. Anything I've achieved with a great outcome usually has work behind it. So this is episode number four, Love Needs Work. I'm going to discuss love, how to work for it, and how to make it work for you. We all need and crave love, but how do we hold on to it once we get it? First, it's good to realize that love is an emotion you personally feel. Nobody can make you feel it. Nobody feels the love that you have for them. Your partner can be kind and caring and look out for you, and you in turn think, wow, he loves me. But it's your thoughts that will make it into a feeling, and nobody else feels the love you have for them. You can show them or tell them, but they will turn their own thoughts about those actions into the love they feel for you. I'm sure you've heard of the book, The Love Languages by Gary Chapman. He explains how each of us speak a different love language that fills our love bucket. We each have the different language. Um, we in turn we turn into love through like words, actions, time, touch, or gifts. It is helpful to be able to fill your partner with the things, actions that will make him create the feeling of love within his brain. But what I'd like you to pull from my cast today is or we don't need other people to do things in order for us to feel love for them. We have the ability to increase our love or decrease our love depending on the story we tell ourselves. We all are different. We've come from different upbringings, maybe different religions, different views on what's important and what we should spend our time, energy, and resources on. Even in the same religion, you and your loved one will see things differently. My husband and I are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, so you wouldn't think this would be much of an obstacle because we were the same religion, but it kind of was because we are individuals and our views are different and we learn things at different times. I learned a big difference between our personalities before we were married. My husband believed that you can fall in and out of love. Some of you may agree with this and say, yes, marriages break up all the time because people fall out of love. And even in my own head, I, I kind of knew that, but I also have had to love many people that are not easy to love. And I realized that I've done, I can do that on my own. So whose fault is it for letting go of that love? Please don't be offended. I'm trying to bring awareness um, that you have the power to love. So if we fall out of love, if we let love go and stop working for it, if that's what you want, go ahead. To me, divorce is an option. However, if you have a come and go attitude with love, it will move on to the next person, the next marriage, the next relationship with your children, 
significant other, or friend. Now, if someone else chooses to stop loving you, there's nothing you can do, and it hurts. The point I'm trying to make is that our society and the world would teach us that it's normal to fall out of love, but it's a contorted view. My friend Kim said, we are being led to believe love is a fairy tale where we live happily ever after without having to work at it, that it comes naturally and easily. There is nothing easy about love. Well, maybe in the infatuation honeymoon stage, but I'll talk about that a bit later. Really think about the story the world spreads. Love endures the test of time. Something of this is in every love story we have ever read. Personally, I think there is some truth to this, but it's up to you, to me, to my mind alone, to take the time and endurance to make my love last. A hard reality is that we have to work at things to make them successful. You have to keep working on love. You have to start with your thoughts, which in turn will create the feelings of being in love with someone. As an entrepreneur, I know any successful business needs to have constant attention, just like any first responder needs constant training, whether it's in firearms to use their weapons or modern emergency medical procedures for heart attacks or practice putting out fires in different settings and environments. Our watchmen are constantly being trained and filled with good information. The knowledge from others, along with corrections, perfects their ability to be an emergency responder. So work to perfect your love. If you want to stay in love, give constant attention, not necessarily to the other person, but to the intentional thought we have. The sentences we are telling ourselves in our head, if we want to get good at love, we need to feed it with good information. I've been thinking about how wonderful it is that anytime I pass my husband in the house, he reaches out and touches me. Sometimes it's a gentle smack on the butt. Other times it's a kiss in order to be able to pass. He pays our bills and all the expenses without complaint. He calls me in the middle of the day just to say hi. He'll shovel the walk when it snows so I don't have to. He'll fill up my car with gas when it's on empty. Now you're saying, of course you love your husband. He sounds great. I'd love my husband too if he took care of me like yours takes care of you. What if I told you that you're only thinking my husband is great because it's the story I'm spinning at you. This is a version of our story, the one I want to tell you. Of course we have problems. Conflicts are for everyone and happen all the time. But this is the story I want to believe about our marriage. So I remind myself regularly with good positive sentences in, in my constant silent monologue. I do mental work and write the sentences in my mind of all the good things he does for me and our family. I tell myself all the things I want to remember, feeding that love every day. What story do you want to believe? What sentences do you want to repeat in your head? Or would you rather make yourself upset by saying, if only, if only did he did this, if only he would spend more time with me. If only he didn't have to work. It's your choice to believe the if onlys, the when he does this, then I'll feel love. But if you do that, you're setting yourself up for failure or you're, you're setting him up for failure because my friends, they never do what we want. They never read our minds as we want. But seriously, stop saying when and start seeing what he does now and make it yours. Make it your story. Therapists often will have you go back to when you first met marriage and family therapists to help you remember when you first started dating, when you were in that infatuation stage of love, you know, the first date, the first kiss, how you met, because 
it drums up all of those positive, happy emotions that made you fall in love in the first place. It's that story that you told yourself back then. It's the story you told yourself at the time where your love could conquer all of the inklings of negativity or negative traits that you kind of saw in the other person, but ignored because you loved him past those negative aspects. The reason they do this is because it reminds you of the thoughts that created the love and oftentimes you can still find them because your partner is still your partner and he'll still do many of those things that created that love. You just have to remind yourself of those. So tell yourself a good story, my friends, and work towards making it yours. Have a good week. And if you haven't checked out the webinars, I'm inviting you to my site, cmckaymyatt.com, where you can find some fun additional content. I'd love you to join me, join my tribe. There's room for everyone. And thanks for tuning in.